everyone was angry with me used to keep calling me rj i had women who used to get drunk and used to come and say beer pilayega beer pilayega and i was like what after the screening i hated the film and i hated and i was so embarrassed at having done it i said why have i done this and we are back ladies and gentlemen I'm Abhilasha and you are listening to a brand new episode of Making Sense with. Today amongst us we have a personality who is known to interrupt your Spotify playlist at least 4 times a day if you haven't subscribed to your premium account yet. An actor, RJ, VJ and your very own host of the WWE Sunday Dhamal. I present to you Mr. Salil Acharya. Hi Salil. Hi Abhilasha thanks for having me hi It's an honor that you agreed to join us for our podcast thank you so much Yeah it's taken a few phone calls and a few whatsapp messages and it's all done now <laughs> <laughs> So how is quarantine Salil how are you keeping up with this pandemic You know some of us who've actually had access to a little bit of uh, audio work so in our case whether it's uh, you know my podcast or whether it's radio we've actually sadly uh, uh, actually thankfully been a little more busier than the others Uh, I miss shooting I miss being on a set but I I can't say I'm as bad as a lot of my friends have been you know because they just pretty much stuck at home and for me work from home also was actually a lot of interesting fun stuff editing and auditing and doing a lot of audio work so I'm actually happy uh, you know to have had that uh, thankfully the audio world in my in my life in the last 4 5 months otherwise the quarantine would have been very very difficult I mean at least you're being productive you know there are half of the people who are actually sitting at home doing nothing So no you know it's not it's not actually about a productivity thing you know that's why I keep telling everyone it's not a productivity contest but it's just at least keeping you busy so that you know uh, you can do something i know a lot of people are going through some major mental fatigue you know it's not just about yeah. it's just you just don't know when it's going to end and that's the biggest problem i mean i've got a house full of i've got two kids i've got my in-laws living with me we got a large house but you still get bored of each other after a point of time man so work has actually kept me you know sane I mean, people are under this peer pressure that you know, कि आपको काम करना ही है. You have to be productive because the people around you are doing some something or the else. So yeah. So also another problem is because a lot of work is disappearing, and uh, you know, a lot of companies are shutting down and all that. So okay. everyone's trying to create some work, you know, to try and hope that you know this can lead to some money or some future which is alternate. Because a lot of us have actually had to think about alternate careers, and you know, it's kind of tough to sort of yeah. do that after twenty years of working in one uh, field. <laughs> so Salil you have been in this broadcasting industry for the past 18 years right. and 18 years is a great deal of time <laughs> yeah so it is not hidden that this industry mostly dominated by the kapoors and khans Mm-hmm. So how difficult was it for you to start a career on your own? How has your journey been? You know, so the crazy part is I actually made my debut before Ranbir. So I was actually there before the Kapoors. You know, 2007 is when I made my debut with Avara. With Avara Pan. Yeah, and you know, so at that time actually uh, the debate that that is raging today has always been there. You know, so it was not it was not about nepotism. It was just about the fact that uh, see I've understood I uh, you know co-produced a movie as well you know where we were part of the production side of it also while I was acting at 3 a.m. another film that I did it's very very difficult uh, to get a film released a lot of people make films very difficult to get a film released and therein it's uh, it has nothing to do with the actors and the filmmakers it has everything to do with the audience you know so I remember my last film uh, that came out 3 a.m. which had Ranveer and me in it It was a horror film, okay, and uh, we had Heather also come out and Bang Bang come out at the same time. It was about six years back. You know, we ran to packed houses for three months 
three months and it was a really small film in the night. It's a horror film. But obviously on the Friday, the first Friday, we got a 9 a.m. show and you know, that's obviously was useless. It's only when the youngsters started to watch it and they sort of liked it a little bit. Uh, you know, we managed to get a little bit of traction. But on the same hand, you know, even, Shah, even uh, Shahid Kapoor had to fight. He was an established star, but he had to fight to get screens as well, you know, because Hrithik Roshan was a bigger star. Now, how were these guys stars? Because the public made them stars, you know. So, in 2007, when I remember getting my debut, there were only two production houses that were ready to work with newcomers. And um, they, A, there weren't so many production houses. You have to understand, even Shah Rukh and all these people were just doing one, two films a year. Nobody was doing like 10,000 films. People forget that Saif Ali Khan himself started his own production house so that he could himself work cocktail which changed Deepika Padukone's life was Saif Ali Khan, you know. So my whole thing is that Ram Kupal Verma and Mahesh Bhatt were the only two people that actually auditioned people. So it's very unfair because I've seen both sides of it to compare today's day with then, you know. And uh, the debate that is raging today is uh, nepotism. Every single household has nepotism, man. I mean, you got like... People who come to your house, the working buys also. They put their daughters on the job. Their husbands yeah. become the drivers. So uh, this is absolute rubbish. And it's uh, it's there in every industry. You've got to, if you're good enough and if the public likes you, that you know, I remember some of my producers in television told me that, Salil, you're a very good actor, but the public doesn't love you. They respect you. There's a huge difference. You know, so people like a Salman Khan and Shah Rukh Khan are loved by the public. You know, so that love transcends all barriers yeah you know so it's very difficult to say uh is it an unfair debate right now it'll always feel unfair to the people who are struggling on the outside and who suddenly decided to make this a career in the last three four years well we've been struggling and figuring out things and managing to succeed very well for the last 18 years yeah so uh i i don't quite agree with this you know we put our head down we worked and it's just that we didn't go crying on you know if we missed an audition I mean, you don't get through an audition. You don't get through an audition. Now, there's no nepotism in the ad world. So when you go for advertising auditions, you ask every one of these actors who's now saying that there's huge nepotism, ask them how many rejections they faced in the ad world. People have spent three, three years doing 10 auditions a day. And I'm saying thousands of auditions before they sometimes get through. There is absolutely no known person that does mostly ads, right? So how come there's no right. nepotism in ads? So it doesn't, this is all by people who've not spent enough time and then are just looking to you know, get some quick 10 minutes of fame by somebody else. And obviously when some of the big wigs start fighting with each other, namely say uh, if a Kangana is now really made this debate about herself. Yes. You yes, know, it, yes. it will always, now there's uh, Anurag Kashyap and Ranveer Shore fighting. There's Anubhav Sinha fighting. I mean, it's become like a fish market. Yeah, yeah it's it's actually, you know, uh, nepotism has been in Turks for so many days, like for the past month, mm -hmm. especially of the tragic incident of Sushant Singh Rajput. So, it's been in a discussion for a long time now. No, it's it was always there, except that, you know, uh, one thing is there, nobody ever called out people like they are calling out people now. Chetan Bhagat has just called out Vidhu Vinod Chopra. And mm -hmm. nobody ever, uh, you know, so in that way, I, I, I actually give full marks to Karan Johar for never having deleted that comment of uh, Kangana Ranaut, you know, on the show, which started all this, you know, many years ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, if if she had never said that, and I mean, they were editing the show, it wasn't a live show, they could have cut that part out. But you know, that's the whole point. And uh, people haven't understood this. And I, you know, I've uh, been because I'm in the broadcasting world of so many mediums, the mm -hmm. AIB roast that happened that uh, that yes. changed everything in India. And that was one of the biggest issues. You know, I spoke about that with Rajiv Masand on my podcast. Yes, and he, yes, and yes. he said, you know, we were so stupidly naive to think 
that all the 5,000, 10,000 people that were in the auditorium that day were the only ones. And he said, everybody, Salil, laughed like mad in that show. He said, but we were so naive to think that this was never going to go outside of that room. And it did on YouTube. And thereafter, I think everything just became about if you don't agree with what we have to say, then you're against the country, you're against me, you're against what is right. I mean, it's become rubbish. So, you know, I actually uh, have no tolerance for these kind of people who think that they what they say is always right. And, you know, I, I, I fully support everybody who has their own mind, their own viewpoint. And uh, even whether it's it's silly journalists, you know, trying to take advantage of uh, this poor fellow who's no longer with us, Sushant Singh Rajput. And, you know, today we see that, oh, we've got some psychologists saying that he's bipolar. I mean, can you imagine uh, the stuff that is having, his family is having to face? They don't want anything to happen, but you reached a situation where you're calling critics to the police station and all. I mean, what's yeah. gone? I mean, people have gone mad, yeah. I mean, there is madness everywhere. You can't help it. But the thing is, you know, the way the people are, you know, portraying, you know, uh, of all the recent events that has been, that have been going on in the country, it's actually very disturbing, you know, for a student committee because students can be very passionate sometimes. And I, 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 it's something very strange. Um, I, I, because I've started a few digital campaigns, you know, so some of these companies they come and give you some stats about your digital campaigns and I, I, I have about a I don't have a very large following but about 120 130,000 followers on Instagram okay which comparison to you know a lot of other celebrities I mean I've always been told I should have follow followers in the millions but apparently people don't like me that much but what is very clear is 69% of my followers and this is the most shocking part I'm 40 years old okay most of the work that I've done is when most of the student community was not even born 20 years ago 18 years ago most yeah. of them weren't right my followers are from 0 to 24 69% of them can you imagine 18% wow. is under 18 years old and I'm going how are they connecting to what I'm saying you know so I, I, I used to have a lot of fun on my TikTok uh, you know making dances and all that so I guess yeah, yeah. people used to join in but I've just realized so can you imagine this is up to the age of 24 is almost 70% of all of the people that you see on social media. 70% is up to 24, 25. At the age of 24, 25, 99% of them have just started their work careers, you know, or have just started going out into the professional world and various things. All of them are yeah. so opinionated and that's fine. But also all of them have too much of an aggress aggressive stance to everything. They don't wait to do the research they don't wait to find out the facts they just want to be the first person out there breaking it on social media you know and okay. this has become the biggest issue because if you it's like giving a social media gun in someone's hand i mean i've got 20 percent of my followers almost that are under 18 a 15 year old kid cannot have a kind of perspective that somebody who's even 25 has let alone somebody who's 35 and 45 you know they say experience comes with time well i don't understand if if Social media is being dictated by 25-year-olds, you know, who are, they're very welcome. I'm very welcome to their views. But they should take the time to understand what's going on. You can say exactly. you don't want, see, even if, where films are concerned, people say Sushant Singh Rajput was a victim of, you know, people not uh, giving him a chance. Well, then I can say that he was a victim of this these so-called big armies of fans not watching his films enough. Don't take one chichore. So many of his films flopped so badly. And, and yeah. it, it's it's so many didn't go to see his film. If you really loved him so much that time, why didn't you go see his films? 
you know why do you go on the first day of any one of these big khans and one of these big stars and give 50 crores on an opening day so i don't agree with anything that is being said these days on social media because it's all rubbish it's just people trying to get involved on the hashtag you know so that you get seen and so you get a few followers and you get a few comments uh so it's 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 become a very 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 dis- difficult world where it's resulted in people like ananya pandey and all i mean have you seen oh, yes. have you seen that poor girl what has she done okay you don't like her acting or whatever that's fine but if you ever went on a social timeline you'd just be shocked at the kind of hate that is going towards her man look she mm-hmm. was in pati patni aur wo that made a 100 crores almost that means each one of these kids that is abusing her went to see the film so you shouldn't have gone to see the film right so my yeah. question is it's uh, sonakshi sinha had to leave twitter yeah that's how much hate she received for what because she's shatrughan sinha's daughter so that we imagine what abhishek bachchan has gone through for the last 20 years you know what rohan gavaskar yeah. who sunil gavaskar son has gone through people have a very short memory because again like i said they're only 18 90s years old they've been born after 2000 what do they know what happened before that mm-hmm. so salil uh, you came to the silver screen with ye meri life hai <laughs> and you had your debut with, in bollywood with avarapan yeah So how has this difference settled with you you know acting for the soap operas and then you know being a part of Bollywood I really didn't uh, so I was an economics honor student I was going to go to London School of Economics so I was actually a very very good student in Delhi University and I didn't really care about this other world that existed you know and the strange part is when I I started radio in 2002 I was the first uh, radio jockey in Bombay to start a Hindi show in the evening and I, it was so funny because i'd never seen hindi television or seen much hindi cinema at that time i mean i grew up uh, in a very westernized uh, you know setup where i grew up watching riviera santa barbara and bold and beautiful most of the mm-hmm. listeners might not know this but they they were the most popular shows for the longest time yeah you know so i was that world you know and suddenly when i came into this world in bombay everything changed and i honestly didn't really watch any television show somebody offered me a television show after i won a modeling contest i said cool i my first question was not about what the role was i said how much are you going to pay me and then they <laughs> gave this crazy amount 6000 rupees a day i said are you serious this was in 2003 it was a huge oh. amount of money and people i knew didn't make that kind of money in a month and i was making that a day and i said wow i said fine suddenly i became a vj on b4u and and everywhere that i was i was doing six shows on tv at that time i was on seven different television channels wow and my parents and this was 2004 and 5 and i was a 24 year old kid at that time you know and i was wondering my god uh, is this how it's supposed to be so it was a very difficult different experience for me so when people say did you go back look i had nobody to actually look for i was one of the first television actors to get a very big role in a mainstream bollywood film nobody before mm-hmm. me had got uh, any of that so i remember when i was offered avarapan also by bhatsav and mohit suri it's because they had seen me doing an interview on tv i was doing kittu sab jaanti hai serial which is a very popular serial that oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. and when i was offered that film uh, there was no money offered in it but and i didn't expect a big role but when i got the script i remember flying to hong kong finishing 18 hours of a schedule coming back and fly, and shooting for my serial again and i got a bound script and those were the days when you know people didn't talk much about bound scripts and all that and i remember saying wow this is a really good opportunity and we did that film the film you know was a very big touted film the songs did very well you know i hired a pr agency for the first time and there was fabulous okay. news about me everywhere and then the film tanked and now when people say nepotism i want to say 
I was nominated at award functions. You know, everybody knew about me at that time. Every critic wrote about me, whether good or bad or whatever. I remember waking uh-huh. up in the morning on a Friday, uh, Saturday morning. Taran Adarsh had written to me saying, "You're the new star of Bhatsab's camp. Congratulations and welcome to the club." And I felt so wow. cool. And you know how many offers I got after that film? None, none, absolutely none. And I'm going like, I, what did I do wrong? You know, everyone's talking about me. I don't know who to meet. Because I, nobody in my world was doing films. Films was a world of Shahrukh Khan's and all. Like we were not the kind of people that did films, and I just didn't understand what I was supposed to do. So it's not like today where you have a Mukesh Chhabra and casting agency. You know, people just did it. It was so simple. It's so simple now. Then it was so difficult. If you didn't get a call, you couldn't do anything. And this is after me getting published in the page three of your Bombay Times and all that. I thought people would be calling every day. Wow. Nobody called. Nobody called. And then I remember Ekta Kapoor came back to me and said, "See, this is great. You know, you become a star now. Can we get you back in? Because Saas bhi kabi bahu." And a lot of people said that's career suicide. I said, "Suicide from what? I don't have a film offer in hand. I've got a couple of offers that is coming. That is slow, like very sleazy cinema, which that time also was doing very well." I said, "I don't want to do that kind of stuff." So I went back to the biggest television show that was on TV, and again, it was money that helped me make all these decisions because I was very financially self-sufficient. But It's not like I had too many choices, and because I continued to do them, things happened. You know, so I, it's very difficult um, to look back and say, "Should I have done things differently, or how was it?" But you know, today it's a joke, and it's such a cakewalk for so many of them. Everybody gets a chance now. How? What do you do with your chance, and what the public does with that after that? That's a different case. But in our time, you didn't get a chance. Nobody moved to Bombay. Nobody lived in houses alone. I promise you, two thousand six, seven. People were four to a house, five to a house in like the Lokhanwalas that you know is so infamous today. And I bought a house in 2004, so I'm going. Look, I think I'm doing everything right here. Why still nobody noticing me? So they did. It's just not the way that I thought it would be, you know. So the question is that people's expectations have to change. And I remember Ranbir Kapoor when I met him the first time. He said, "Brother, I saw you for the first time." Because I remember meeting me, he said, "Of course I know you." I said, "You know how is that?" He says, "Because I saw your film in a theater in 2007." So this is Ranbir telling me when he was an assistant on Black or Savaria, one of the two, going to yeah. a theater and watching a film of mine. Priyanka Chopra introduced me to Twitter. So these were friends of mine at that time. Can you imagine? And today, you can't say like I love Priyanka Chopra, man. She's like a superstar. She did everything on her own. She didn't give a shit. And that's the way it should be. You know, you don't sit and cry over what you're not getting. You just make do with what you have. make it better and you go and make a name for yourself man so that's the most important advice that you have to give to all these uh, all your people that are listening to this podcast that you can't just sit and wait for somebody to come knocking at your door and you know the one or two people that started knocking at your door now you have a problem with them doing it you know so now that there's these fights that are happening in bollywood and everywhere i don't see a lot of chances being given to a lot of people very soon they're going to say you fought with us right so go make your film and release it now now you watch what's going to happen You know, I, yeah, yeah, I could have gone. I could have gone because I had the percentages for it, but it was obviously expensive, and you got to go through the entire exam. But because my uh, my uh, percentages in college was so high, and I did eco honors, so I was uh, in. I was eligible to go there. So, as a kabi hua hai apke saath that you know you you have regretted the decision of not going there, and that no, never, never, never. I I I I. Uh, so a lot of the times, and and it sounds a little strange. I'm actually uh how how do I say this a lot of my friends have told me 
that I'm the most famous person that nobody knows. <laughs> so it, it okay. yeah, because they say, how come you've done all this and nobody knows that you've done all this? I said, because I just don't give a, you know, I don't care whether people know. I've always touched wood, even in the pandemic, I'm signing new shows and doing all this, you know. So for the last 18 years, you know, by God's grace, I have never had a day when I've had only one job. I mean, I've been in RJ for 18 years. I've been a VJ for 18 years. I've done films in between that. I never left anything. So I realized something that uh, if I was there in, say, London School of Economics, maybe I could have become successful. Maybe I would have got a good job. But I don't think I would have been happy. Now I do what I want. Now I've got a couple of businesses that I've started as well that are not just necessarily from this line. We've got a production house that is there. I don't think I would have been able to do all this. I think... Uh, eco and my my studies may, made me very sharp. Okay? So I've become sharp. So because of that, you end up learning how to figure things out. So we figure things out. And uh, yeah, we're, we're, I, I think I'm pretty happy today. Absolutely no regret. My only regret That's is that, that I didn't have um, digital OTT platforms, say, about 10 years back. Because I think uh, I would have I would have really, really enjoyed that. Because today, I've got two kids and I've, there's this huge amount of work that is already running behind me. I've got the company running and all that. For me to leave everything and now do OTT is very difficult. But 10 years back, I could have done that. Mm. So, 2013, uh, a, a major hit happened. Ashiki 2. Yeah. It, it hit the box office like crazy. Yeah. And, and your famous scene of throwing the can at uh, Aditya Roy Kapoor. Oh God, yeah. So... I've heard, <laughs> I've heard in a few interviews that you know we used to walk on the streets and people used to like call you by your name instead of calling yeah, you by your name. Yeah, they used to throw stuff So you know that scene was that was never going to happen. I people don't know this, uh, but I remember walking out of the see, because it was Mohit and somebody else was supposed to do that role and you know it got uh, there. They read some issues. I remember Mohit calling me uh, in the at about two o'clock in the afternoon saying, "Brother, can you please help me out? I'm in a big soup." Can you just come and meet me at Film City? I just need you uh -huh. to do one role for me for a day. I said, Mohit, I haven't been on screen for five years. I'm not interested in doing something like this. And that also, you know, with brand newcomers and all. But he said, please, brother, please help me out. I said, okay, fine. So I went on the set. I had no clue what to do. Because there was no, there was really nothing to be done. So there was no real script or anything, you know. It was just that they needed somebody and he knew mm -hmm. me and we're friends, you know. So I said, fine. And, and what happened was actually that uh, Sunrai became a big blockbuster song. And I was yes. there in the song in the beginning. And, and MTV was uh, very... Uh, a lot of channels didn't play the whole song. MTV was very sweet enough to play that song, which is an entire five-minute song. And that had me a lot in it. So what happened suddenly was everyone started to like recognize it, okay? After the screening, I hated the film. And I hated... And I was so oh. embarrassed at having done it. I said, why have I done this? And I just wanted to get out of the screening which had all these big stars and everybody in it. And I said, what have I done? Because I had chosen not to do a lot of films in between which were not like so big. And I, I said, this is what I've done after six years. And I came running out and Shraddha and Aditya came running after me saying, what happened? You hated it? And I said, no, no, no. I said, I, I said I'm just so embarrassed. I said, why have I done this? Because oh. I really never thought that it would become so big. And I said, now the whole world is going to say, oh, now this is what he does after five years. You know, so I was very worried what the audience would react. But I don't know what happened. Suddenly, <laughs> a month or two later, I went to Goa and everyone was angry with me. He used to keep calling me RJ. I had women who used to get drunk and used to come and say, beer pilaiga, beer pilaiga. And I was going like, what? Oh, God. So it was, it was crazy. But um, the strange part is that's what I said, you know. 
you do a film where i'm almost the main lead of a film avarapan and you don't get a single call and after ashiki 2 it was crazy everything changed for me i mean the events you know i mean whatever various things industry wise no it's not like i got a lot of film calls but event wise and all that oh my god you know i was cutting ribbons and this that i was shocked <laughs> yeah it was it was hilarious and i just i used to feel embarrassed cuz i say you know it's like 5 minutes they said 5 minutes is all it takes to change someone's life and i was like okay <laughs> But uh, I still like I'm embarrassed about that. That's why I chose 3 a.m. few years after that. That didn't do well. But I tried very hard to do. So you know you keep trying to. It's not about trying to prove to the world. You want to prove to yourself also. So Ashiki too was like. It's not a film I wanted to write down about anyway because it was just. And that's why if you notice the credits also, I made sure they wrote a very special guest appearance because I was. Uh, in so, starting. Yeah, I was so because I said I because Mohit said whatever you want. and i was so worried and what he said is but if you write very special guest appearance nobody will consider you for an award i said award i said are you mad it's a 5 minute role i don't want my <laughs> name to come so if you write guest appearance you're not considered in the award functions but apparently i was very happy with that so but nobody noticed that it was a guest appearance and now i guess people still remember it which is yeah which is there <laughs> <laughs> so zalil uh, you went from Acting to VJing to RJing, and you have been the host of the WWE Sunday Thamal. Yeah, right. <laughs> that so also happened. Yeah. So in a city that literally never sleeps, how did you come to this conclusion that you know that your interest is it lay beyond the spectrum of just acting or just RJing because you have put your hands and feet everywhere in the industry, and that is very much appreciable. So in two thousand. Four and five. When I started doing television, I remember I used to be twenty-four hours on a set because I was doing Kasauti. Uh, I was doing Kavyanjali. Uh, wow. I was doing. Uh, I was doing five serials. Plus, I was VJing for B4. So I should not go home. There was no time for me to. Go. All at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was known as a twenty-four hour guy. So if you, I mean, oh you don't have the God. great magazine today, but they used to write some very nice things th- those days about me because they really thought I was going to be the next big superstar of television. Which I didn't because I didn't want to. I mean, I didn't end up wanting to do lead lead roles. It used to irritate me. So I used to never do leads because I used to get bored on a film set, on a television set. So I used to do various other very strong character, mostly negative roles, but I used to do lots of them. So what happened was I was twenty four, twenty five at that time, and I remember I started a lights company at that time when I was twenty five. Uh-huh. Because I said if I'm always on a set, why don't I buy equipment and start using it? And nobody had ever done that, you know, in television. and i remember uh, i didn't have a sm- i bought quite a few lights i had a small company called uh, the mint uh, mint which used to uh, provide equipment and i was 24 mm-hmm. 25 at that time and i always had a business brain as to how to crack it you know so uh, when i was very young i managed to do that and uh, it continued that business sense of mine continued uh, and it still has continued which is why i produced which is why i ended up doing things without just being an artist in front because i wanted control over everything that i was doing because I was very paranoid about quality, so I used to make sure that I did everything on my own. Mm. So you've been hosting WWE for so long. So, कोई favorite wrestler आपका like a fan moment? मेरा yeah, बचपन से जो favorite wrestler है has always been Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage and all यार तो मेरे ना all oh. the stars जो है ये सारे पुराने stars हैं. In the news, uh-huh. in the new zone of course you can't even call Rock new, but Randy Orton Rock. I was actually somebody who's lived on WWE bachpan mein yaar I watched so much mm-hmm. of WWE British Bulldog dekha ye khud hi karte the itna karte the trump cards so life 
always was at that time bachpan we used to all watch wwe so guys i remember hosting wwe for india when i went to america it, I, my world was crazy man 3 years ago i went to louisiana and i was hosting wwe i was hosting wrestlemania there nobody had, no indian had ever ever gone to host wrestlemania and i just like i said everything for me has always happened and i've just not understood i said what is the meaning of this we are standing there Vince McMahon was there I was sitting in the backstage I was eating with uh Triple H I was eating with Stephanie McMahon we're sitting on the same table everyone's chilling and I'm going I can't believe so WWE you have to understand duniya mein cricket wicket ek taraf hai football bhi ek taraf hai duniya mein WWE the whole world everybody right. from Timbuktu to China knows who Undertaker is you know yes, and yes, I, yes. you can't imagine the kind of power that these guys have you know like on a monday night 80000 people watching monday night raw you know or smackdown i have witnessed yes, that yes. and i main believe nahi kar sakta ki main main wahan pe tha wrestlemania mein i have been in the ring at wrestlemania that's the crazy wow. part of my life man wow. so you know i remember when i did it i said all my friends said yaar tere ko abhi samajh mein nahi aayega tune kya kiya hai kuch saal ke baad tere ko samajh mein aayega jab tu dekhega that you are a part of wrestlemania 35 or you know it was crazy so i said theek hai ye ab ye bhi experience ek acha ho gaya Of course, it was crazy because काम non stop था अठारह उन्नीस घंटे बिकॉज अमेरिका में ऐसा कुछ नहीं है कि आप स्टार हो वैनिटी वैन है ये सब नहीं होता है उधर रेसलर्स को भी ऐसे ही काम करवाते हैं सुबह से लेकर रात तक तो मैंने कहा ये क्या नॉन सेंस है यार मैंने कहा वेर एट रेसल मे नहीं बट ऐसी है इट्स लाइक दैट नहीं क्योंकि पता है मेरे घर में भी यू नो वी यूज टू सिट संडे को ऐसे पूरा फैमिली एंड वहाँ से होता है ना कि मेरे भैया को समझ में आ गया वॉट चोक स्लैम इज एंड आई हैव फेस चोक स्लैम घर पे Oh, it is so excruciating. But you know, you grow up like that. So I have grown with WWE, and I've seen you, you know, hosting it every Sunday. Yeah, actually, now what happened? Now I no longer do Sunday. Damal, now I host for WWE now. I'm directly WWE के लिए काम करता हूँ. So what actually happened was, वो लोग यही बोलते थे, तुम दूसरे Sony channel के लिए क्यों कर रहे हो? तो हमारे लिए ही करो. मैं कहा ठीक है यार, तुम्हारे लिए कर लेता हूँ यार. मुझे क्या फर्क पड़ता है? So I I remember doing that, or I. It's it's like I said it's it's a really uh, very different experience because in India there are only two or three people Galen Sahil Khattar and me and no one does it. So okay. suddenly we are in another world where we can't talk to anyone about our experience again. Because no one does it. You know so I think God has made it like that you will do a lot of work but you will be alone always. Because so I have nobody to speak out my experiences to. I remember like I can tell you that I have met Ric Flair with Ric Flair under the giant and I have taken photographs. मतलब मेरे पास जो फोटोज हैं दुनिया में और किसी के पास नहीं है लेकिन मैं ही खुश हो जाता हूँ देखते देखते बिकॉज आई कैनोट एक्सप्लेन दो सेवन डेज आई वॉज देर इन अमेरिका यू नो ड्यूरिंग रेसलमेनिया इट वॉज जस्ट समथिंग एल्स यू जस्ट कॉन्ट बिलीव हाउ क्रेजी द प्रोडक्शन आर अब्रॉड इट्स अनदर लेवल यार अलग लेवल है वो तो आप मुंबई में दो हजार दो में आए एंड इट इज बिन क्लोज टू टू डेकेर तो सिटी एवर चेंज Like or is just the way you first stepped in? No, 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 no. 2007 ke baad it's the same. But from 2002 to 7 was beautiful. Koi yar agenda nahi tha kisi ka. Sab relax the, sab apna kam kar rahe the. Uh, itna paisa tab abhi tak Mumbai mein nahi aaya tha. You know, so uh, it was still good. You know, so it was very relaxed. Nobody gadi wadi ki zarurat nahi padti thi. Thi gadiyan sabke baas. Lekin sab auto mein ghumte the. Sab relaxed kar rahe the. And us samay property developers shuru nahi the. Property boom chalu nahi hua tha Mumbai mein. सो आई रिमेंबर कि सब बड़ा चिल्ड आउट था टेलीविजन भी बस अच्छा चल रहा था सब कुछ अच्छा ही चल रहा था यू नो टू थाउजेंड में सब बदल गया जब रिसेशन पहला आया था 
तो उसके बाद सब जो पार्टी टाइम चल रहा था हम सबका वो सब कैंसिल हो गया एंड उसके बाद बहुत चेंजेस आई इनफैक्ट दो में ही मैंने वापस रेडियो ज्वाइन किया था सो एक्चुअली बिग बॉम्बे दो से पहले और दो के बाद चेंज हुआ क्योंकि सेवन के बाद ह्यूज मनी केम इन बॉम्बे तो टेलीविजन शोज ये रियलिटी शोज मैंने ये लोग भूल जाते हैं भारत का पहला एंड आई मीन भारत का पहला रियलिटी शो जहां पे गाली गलोच ये सब हुआ वॉज होस्टेड बाई मी बॉलीवुड का टिकट कौन जीतेगा बॉलीवुड का टिकट कौन जीतेगा बॉलीवुड का टिकट नो बड़ी नोज इट केम ऑन नाइन एक्स एम बहुत चैनल बंद हो गया उसके बाद सो आई एम टेलिंग यू ये उस समय नचबली वचबली कुछ नहीं स्टार्ट हुआ था कुछ नहीं हुआ था मैंने वो होस्ट किया था और उस समय रियलिटी हमें पता ही नहीं था इन मतलब एक ऐसा जमाना हो गया था जब हर चीज अगेन उसमें भी पहले ही था तो मुझे समझ नहीं आया करना क्या यहाँ पे मैं कहा चलो ठीक है ये करते हैं सो वी हैव फेस दैट आल्सो एंड दैट वाज अ वेरी डिफरेंट वर्ल्ड अब जो है ना बहुत ज्यादा अब क्या अभी तो पांच छह साल से इट्स टू कंपेरेटिव पीपल आर ओनली आउट ऑफ बी लिटिल अदर पीपल उस समय क्या था हर कोई जानता था कि सर आप दस साल से ये जो काम करे बहुत बढ़िया काम किया एंड यू हैव फुल रिस्पेक्ट आजकल कोई नया बच्चा आता है इंस्टाग्राम पे बोलते हैं हु आर यू आप कौन हो आपके तो सिर्फ हंड्रेड थाउजेंड फॉलोअर हैं हमें कोई जानता तक नहीं आपका ब्लू टिक कैसा है हमारे पास खुद के फाइव हंड्रेड थाउजेंड है मैं बोलता हूँ ये ये डिजिटल वर्ल्ड ने ना सब रूइन कर दिया है क्योंकि अब यहाँ पे किसी को कुछ ना करके भी काफ़ी कुछ फेम मिल जाता है दे डोंट नीड टू डू एनी और उसके साथ क्या होता है देन दे फॉरगेट द काइंड ऑफ एफर्ट दैट इज इंपोर्टेंट बाई ऑल दी अदर पीपल और उन्होंने क्या ये जो इंडस्ट्री जो ये लोग खा रहे हैं डिजिटल वाले ये हम सब नहीं तो क्रिएट किए हैं ये हमने ही तो बनाई है पृथ्वी अठारह साल से यार बट ये भूल जाते हैं तो उसकी वजह से अब जो है ना बहुत रिस्पेक्ट जा चुका है बहुत फाइटिंग चालू हो गई है नाउ दिस लॉट ऑफ गंदगी आज टू से अर्ली इट वाज ब्यूटीफुल एंड प्योर सब अपना काम कर रहे थे सब खुश थे सब और काम करने की कोशिश कर रहे थे एंड दैट वॉज ब्यूटिफुल आपने बताया आप रेडियो 2009 से वापस चालू किए थे राइट सो यू वर्क फॉर रेडियो सिटी नाइनटी नाउ uh people uh, i also have a post i'm also associate vice president of radio city so i don't oh, so wow. now see what happens is nobody is there acha ye bhi problem ye hai ki log nahi jante na ye sari cheeze to main jab main bolta hu na to main do bolte hain ki jhoot bolna band kar itna sab kaise ho sakta hai maine kaha ab hai to hai yaar ab main kya bolu ab saath mein hai ab meri post hai aur ab 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 ye thoda sa bada post ho gaya aur thoda cheeze hain mane khud ki parking milti hai khud ka cubicle type thoda mil jata hai बट बट लोग ये नहीं समझ पाते तो अब मैं प्रोडक्शन वर्ल्ड कॉर्पोरेट वर्ल्ड मीडिया वर्ल्ड तीनों में बड़ी आसानी से घूमते रहता हूं एंड आई एम वेरी हैप्पी तो आपका जो शो था कैसा का मुंबई तो भाई साहब वो तो मतलब अलग लेवल पे हिट हुआ था बिकॉज इट वाज पोजीशन एज नंबर वन अमंग रेडियो लिस्नर्स या सो रैम वी ब्रोक अलॉट ऑफ रिकॉर्ड विदैट शो माई पार्टनर दैट टाइम अर्चना वॉज दे नाउ आई डू द शो अलोन सेम टाइम स्लॉट बट इट कॉल कड़क बट सेम थिंग बट या एक्चुअली लाइक आई सेड ना वो एक नया दौर आया था वे देट गॉट मी फ्रॉम द फिल्म एंड टी वी वर्ल्ड जैसे एक सेलिब्रिटी को लेके आते हैं जो रेडियो करेंगे तो उस समय सेलिब्रिटीज नहीं कर रहे थे कोई रेडियो तो मुझे लेके आए थे उसके बाद सोनू निगम मुझसे पहले थोड़ी देर कर रहे थे एंड मनीष पॉल ने मेरे से पहले थोड़ा सा किया था लेकिन मनीष पॉल वॉज नॉट फेमस दैट टाइम ही वॉज जस्ट अ रेडियो जॉकी एंड आई रिमेंबर जब मुझे लेके आए थे उसके बाद दे ट्राई टू गेट सोनू निगम टू डू अ रेगुलर शो मतलब मेरे किसी और रेडियो स्टेशन ने मेरे अगेंस्ट वो एक और ऐसे सेलिब्रिटी को लेके आए थे बड़े स्टार को और उसके तीन चार साल बाद वो अन्नू कपूर साहब को भी लेके आए सो आई थिंक इट्स आई स्टार्टेड दैट ट्रेंड ऑफ बीइंग अ नोन नेम जिसको लेके आया गया बहुत पूरी हॉर्डिंग लगाई गई पूरी पूरे बॉम्बे में दुनिया भर में ओला कैब्स पे मेरू कैब पर सब जगह कि ये एक फेस हैं जो अब 
फेस और आवाज दोनों होंगे रेडियो पर तो ये वो ऐसे लेके आए थे और उससे बहुत फायदा हुआ हम सबका एंड आई रिमेंबर फिर वो रेटिंग ऐसी रही थी वॉर वी फॉर ऑलमोस्ट टू हंड्रेड एंड सेवनटीन वीक्स वी वो नंबर वन जो एक ऐतिहासिक रिकॉर्ड है दैट हैज नेवर बीन ब्रोकन टिल नाउ टू हंड्रेड एंड सेवनटीन वीक्स जब एवरी वीक रेटिंग निकलती है आई डिड नॉट लूज माई नंबर वन पोजिशन फॉर टू हंड्रेड एंड सेवनटीन वीक्स सो इट वॉज समथिंग दैट वॉज अनहर्ड ऑफ ऑन रेडियो ऑलमोस्ट चार साल के लिए रहा था उसके बाद नए रेडियो स्टेशन आए न्यू टाइम सो बेसिकली बिग एफ एम ने उस समय हमारे शो को तोड़ने के लिए टाइम बैंड ही चेंज कर दिया उन्होंने फिर वो रेट्रो म्यूजिक चालू किया था उन्होंने कहा था वी कांट बीट दैम एट दिस गेम तो उन्होंने टाइम बैंड ही पूरा चेंज करके अनु कपूर को तब लेके आए थे एंड देन इवेंचुअली ब्रोक अ पोजिशन आफ्टर दैट बिकॉज वो रेट्रो म्यूजिक उन्होंने सुबह चालू किया सो रेट्रो म्यूजिक दैट वो स्टार्ट इन द बिगिन इन द मॉर्निंग वॉज ऑल्सो टू कॉम्बैट वॉट कसकाई मुंबई हैड डन फॉर रेडियो सो या लॉट ऑफ थिंग्स तो मतलब आपके साथ कभी ऐसा कोई मोमेंट हुआ है कि यू नो आप कहीं यू नो बाहर जा रहे हैं एंड लोगों ने आपको आपकी आवाज से पहचाना हो आजकल होता है ना क्योंकि मास्क पहन के सब जगह जाता हूँ सब मेरे को अपनी आवाज से ही पहचानते हैं सो इट वाज ऑलवेज द प्रॉब्लम ऑलवेज बहुत साल लगे थे लोगों को ये समझने बिकॉज मैंने कभी कुछ छोड़ा नहीं था ना मतलब रेडियो के दौरान ही मैं आशिकी भी किया रेडियो के दौरान मैं डब्ल्यू भी कर रहा था तो लोग कभी भी मेरे को एज अ सिंगल पर्सनैलिटी नहीं मानते थे बहुत सारे लोग इनफैक्ट ये भूल चुके थे कि सलील जो एक्टर uh, है जो वीजे है वो वही सलील है जो रेडियो पर भी है तो अच्छा। ये भी बहुत मैंने फेस किया था बहुत सारे लिसनर्स uh, के साथ एंड देन इवेंचुअली मेरे को फर्क नहीं पड़ता लाइक आई सेड बिकॉज मैं सब जगह इतना मेरा शेड्यूल आप सुनेंगे तो आप पागल हो जाएंगे 18 आवर्स टू 19 आवर्स डे मेरा नॉर्मल शेड्यूल रहता था ऑलवेज सेवन टू इलेवन मैं रेडियो करता था बारह बजे रेडियो स्टूडियो से निकलता था शूटिंग पर जाता था चार बजे तक शूटिंग होती थी फिर प्रोडक्शन हाउस जाता था फिर वापस आता था जिम करता था फिर रात को रिकॉर्डिंग होती थी ये मेरा डेली शेड्यूल होता था सेवन डेज ए वीक मैं पाँच दिन छः दिन काम नहीं करता हूँ मैं सेवन डेज ए वीक काम करता हूँ तो आई बीन वेकिंग अप एट फाइव सिंस टू एंड आई स्लीप एट वन ओ इन द नाइट एंड आई स्लीप ओनली फोर आवर्स तो इतना कभी मेरे लिए कभी कोई इशू रहा ही नहीं सो लाइक आई सेड ना मैं उन लोगों में से हूँ जो कर्म के बारे में सोचता हूँ और मेरा फल अपने आप ही आता है मेरे को पब्लिसिटी और लोगों से मिलना इवन फॉर दिस पॉडकास्ट आपके साथ इफ़ यू नोट मैं इमीडिएटली येस नहीं करता हूँ मेरे को नहीं पसंद है इतना मेरे को समझ नहीं आता मैं क्या बोलूँ बिकॉज मैं एक ही तरीके से बात कर सकता हूँ आई आई स्पीक वेरी ऑनेस्टली एंड पीपल कैन अंडरस्टैंड हाउ इट कैन ऑल हैपन एंड जब लोग मेरी आवाज़ सुनते बोलते ओ माई गॉड दिस इज दैट गाय दिस इज दिस गाय अरे इसके साथ बुरा हुआ इसके साथ अच्छा हुआ मुझे नहीं बतानी किसी को मेरी कहानी क्योंकि मेरी कहानी बहुत सही चल रही है मैं बहुत खुश हूँ लेकिन प्रॉब्लम ये हो जाती है कि लोग मिसअंडरस्टैंड कर जाते हैं एंड शायद बहुत सारे लोगों ने मुझे मिसअंडरस्टैंड भी किया क्योंकि प्रॉब्लम ये हो जाती है कि काम अगर आपके पास ऑलवेज ज़्यादा रहे तो थोड़े आपके पास टाइम बहुत कम होता है लोगों से इंटरेक्ट करने का तो मैं मेरे पास मैं पार्टीज में नहीं जाता हूँ आई क्विट स्मोकिंग सिक्स ईयर्स अगो आई हैवन ड्रंक फॉर ट्वेंटी ईयर्स मेरे पास कोई टाइम नहीं होता किसी से मिलने के लिए आई हैव नो टाइम टू मीट एनी I just go to my family and I go to my gym and I'm back at work. बस और कुछ नहीं करता हूँ मैं मुझे कोई इंटरेस्ट भी नहीं है मैं शॉपिंग में इंटरेस्ट नहीं रखता हूँ मुझे गाड़ियाँ और घर खरीदने का इंटरेस्ट है बस ये दो चीज़ें हैं मेरे पास कुछ आई डोंट केयर अबाउट एनी थिंग तो मेरे आज भी दोस्त ऐसा कुछ नहीं है कि मैं किसी के साथ कहीं जाना चाहता हूँ मैं डिनर्स अकेले कर लेता हूँ मैं पिक्चर अकेले देख लेता हूँ मुझे कोई फर्क नहीं पड़ता है क्योंकि मेरे पास ऑलवेज एजेंडा होता है तीन घंटा होता है मेरे पास मैं डिनर कर लिया पिक्चर देख लिया एंड आई गो बैक टू वर्क सो आई हैव लिव लाइक दिस फॉर ट्वेंटी ईयर्स so as a result uh, people misunderstand lot of things mm-hmm. so we had one last question salil so i wanted to know that uh, you know what inspired off script with salil um because i guess you know people were too 
too interested in just doing the question answer format. You know, I think there's a huge difference in conversationists and interviewers and journalists. And a lot of journalists, once the digital age started, you know, they bought through Kardia. They started doing this, you know, interviewing basis. And I find it really, there's no feel in the show, you know. And I still do it for before you, but because before you's reach was very limited in India, not too many people saw these conversations, you know. And that's the reason why I, when I went, I met Spotify, and they wanted me to do a show like this. I said, nobody understands the art of conversing. I've been doing it for 18, 20 years. The art of conversation is not just only about listening or only about asking a question or only about uh, you know interrupting someone. It's about keeping it natural. So okay. you listen at times, but you also like a lot of people just know they'll ask a question, then they'll ask an answer, they get an answer, then they'll ask another question. That's not how people talk. When you talk with friends, how do you talk? You know, you have varying emotions and. Very, uh, you know, various bits and pieces that you guys talk to each other with, and of course, when I was doing this kind of show, because I spent so much time here, a lot of my friends were interesting. It was not just about getting the big stars. Some of them have gone through their different paths in their life. So, Arman spoke about depression. You know, mm-hmm. Neha Basin. I mean, we spoke about music also, but about depression was the main thing. Neha Basin spoke about how she wanted to make suicide because Viva was such a horrendous experience for her off the stage. You know, nobody else has heard these kind of things. Taraj Golar, very important, very big chef, spoke about how if he had, if his little pop-up kitchen hadn't worked, he would have been. His father makes tubes for hand pumps. He would have been doing that. You know, I've had such interesting people on my show: Tapsi Pannu, Sara Bhaskar, you know, Richa Chadha. So many interesting people who I've known for a really long time. So that's the reason why I said, you know what? Let's just make a show where I show the real side. Or a side that you guys don't know about. Jennifer Winger, very popular television star. She was my co-star in uh, television. She spoke about her divorce for the first time. Nobody's ever heard that. So a lot of people have opened up to me. I feel like I've become like a shrink. Because out of the eighteen, nineteen episodes I've done, I think six or seven of them have been about depression. Yeah. You know, a lot of the things. Again, I, like I say, none of my artists are sixteen, seventeen. We've all been through many years of our lives, and we've all achieved a certain level of fame and success. And we've had downs and ups and all that, and so we have enough stuff to talk about. And so I just let them talk, and that's the beauty of it. So, what has your personal favorite conversation been about with these people? Oh no, I don't have a single. I, I I've been shocked every time, man. The most fabulous person, you know. I remember giving her a WhatsApp message. You see, you have to understand. I was starting the podcast, and I have the longest-running podcast on Spotify. In the original studios, nobody is being given an, a starting 24 episode contract, and I was given 24 straight up. So wow. you're wondering what a year back, you know? Mm-hmm. So that time Spotify didn't exist here, as far as for people who are concerned. They said, "Ah, hey, a app." So again, here again, I was the first person, you know. So I was talking about what? And I needed a star, you know. And uh, a lot of big stars were going to join me. It was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Karthik was there. He'll probably join me the next season. But I needed somebody to start things off with, and I remember just messaging Tapsi. Two days later, he just walked into my studio. That's it, and it happened. <laughs> If Tapsi hadn't come, you know, I would not have had a really good start to it. And then Prajakta came, you know, and Prajakta super YouTube sensation. Yes, I've had okay. I've had some big stars who also said no, we want money, and I was shocked. I said, really, you want money? They said, me too, come on, na. I said, so you're the reason I'm. I said, when I'm your teacher, I'm going to ask you for money. 
So it was a little uh, weird also, but I, that was this, this uh, has been a lovely learning curve for me. Again, because I produce this show also myself, I arrange the artist myself, I edit everything myself, I make everything myself again. So I was very excited about getting people on and finding a different story to everyone. Amish Tripathi, I mean, you'll be shocked. Amish talks to me about his book and talks about his divorce. Again, I became a shrink for him also. You know, so I realized that people do want to talk to familiar faces and familiar voices that they've known for so many years. Nobody has that kind of a show here. Everyone's only trying to promote a film or promote their agenda or something. Or a left talk. And it's off script. You know how people say it's off the record? You know, when they do a journalistic yes, yes, interview? Yes, yes, yes. So this is literally off the record. It's very right. natural, actually. When, when you hear it. That's the way it should be. I don't edit much at all, you know. I just don't edit much. And that was why uh, Unni was, the, uh, you know, the programming director at Spotify. He's just been fabulous. He said, you do whatever you feel like. He says, we don't want to interview at all. So, I only choose the artist. I do everything. So, the freedom that I've been given has allowed me to be able to make this podcast. And, I mean, we've got some decent numbers. We keep trending all the time. So, I like it. So, I'm happy. That's all I can do. Okay, okay. Thank you, Salil. Thank you very this, much, Kavilasa. Thank you very much. This has been great talking to you. It's, it's beautiful. Thank you for joining us today. We couldn't be more thankful. And uh, we are honored to have you on this set. That's too many big words, but thank you very much. I enjoyed myself. Thank you very much. Take care. Thank you. Have a great day, Salil. Bye.